drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. It is picked up by the line. Darius Slade's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo, caught, touchdown, Detroit Lions, Marvin Jones. Stafford! Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid, what's going on everybody? Uh, back here on a Friday, and I told you guys on Wednesday I was going to do kind of a different show. I was going to bring you something a little different. You know, Normally it's me and Griff on here talking Lions football, joking around, doing some goofy stuff like that. Well today, um, I, I wanted to mix it up, so, so what I did is I reached out to some different people and said... You know, either leave me a message or give me a buzz and give me your general Lions talk. And I, and I reached out to got people that I know like the team, people that aren't really fans, just trying to see what the temperature is out there from a bunch of different perspectives. I think you guys are really going to like what uh, I came across. So we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, I am recording late here on a Thursday night. I actually haven't watched the Lions game yet, so we'll get to that next week. And uh, we just completed our... Detroit Kool-Aid Fantasy Football League, and I'm not going to get too much into that because, like I said, the draft just ended and I just finished a game for Pro Football Focus, so I was juggling a bunch of different things. It's all a whirlwind right now, but I'll definitely have an update on that draft, probably do a separate pod just uh, after I look over who took who, and it was pretty intense, 20, uh, 20 rounds, 20 teams. 20 players per team so uh we were digging deep there at the end but it was a uh, fun love hanging out with the fans chatting and you know talking football and and, and like i said made it a deeper league because i wanted people to have to work for it when it comes to who you're drafting late where your depth is all that type of stuff so it should be fun but uh like i say i'm recording late here so let's go ahead and get to this um the first part of the pod here is going to be uh me chatting with the big hues me and him uh, caught up here earlier today, and we're just able to uh, chop it up, uh, get his takes on some things. Uh, he's obviously a busy dude, and we only have him on every once in a while, so I want to grab, him, put him on and let him just sort of talk about the team. We have a little bit of fun, so um, let's go ahead and uh, jump into that uh, right now. Detroit Kool-Aid, what's going on, everybody? Man, it said this show was going to be a little different, so I've called in some favors. I've called in some Lions fans, some Lions haters, a whole bunch of different people to kind of give some different takes, and you're definitely going to get my take as well. But uh, very happy to have on uh, the Big Hughes is in the building. Uh, he's helped us out a lot with the show, got it off the ground, ducks in from time to time, still juggling those uh, brand-new twins he has at home. But um, I got Hughes here on the line. Hughes, what's going on, buddy? Yes, sir. What's going on, my friend? Oh, man. Super happy to have you. Hughes, I want to get you on. This will be kind of a short uh, segment that we'll do, and I, I want to get your thoughts on the Lions, man. Uh, nobody wants to hear about this fourth preseason game. It's an absolute waste of time. We all know that. But uh, talk to the people about what you've seen, what you've liked, what you haven't liked, and, and kind of your expectations as we get, um, man, basically a week or a little over a week away from real football, man. Can't wait. 
Yeah, absolutely. But I just want to say a few things before we jump into that. Now, I'm back in the oh, studio absolutely. in the studio for the first time in a long time, and looks like you've had your hands in a few pots. So we're both wrestling <laughs> fans, right? Oh, absolutely. All right. So you're familiar with a man by the name of Ric Flair, correct? Woo! Yes. So <laughs> that's so, yes in Ric Flair so language. If Ric Flair was talking about Derek Oakley, this is what he would say. You ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Oh. Lions wire writing. Woo! Fantasy football <laughs> podcast writing. Woo! PPFL analyst. Woo! There you go. Doing all sorts of things, buddy. Unbelievable. I can't believe it. Oh, crazy. man. Oh, man. So I absolutely. Podcast into all these things. I absolutely love that take. I mean, you didn't get uh, limousine riding, kiss stealing in there. I do that as well. And wow. uh, I think you said PPLF. I mean, I think it's a uh, PFF, uh, buddy. But uh, yeah, it's all it's all yeah. uh, initials. It's all well, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I got I got rather excited. So it's my first uh, time on in a long time, so I'm a little yeah. Flair, Flair's been known to uh, to get himself riled up and get red faced. So I, I love oh, yeah. it, man. I appreciate that. I'm trying to uh, do big things. Me and you have talked for years and years about trying. Trying to uh, make football a career, how fun it would be just to talk Lions, and, and here we are doing it, man. Uh, it's it's pretty fun, and, and the fans have just been awesome, kind of connecting with them. So, absolutely, man. Thank you for that. Now, uh, talk to me about our football team, man. We're super excited about the season here on the Kool Aid Cast. Yeah, I can't wait for the first game. I mean, tonight, you know, obviously the last preseason game, I will probably watch zero minutes of the game. Although I do want to tune in at the beginning to see where Matt Pat's going to stand now that he's on crutches. It's like the only off-season story that I've really been following with this team is what, what Matt Pat's riding these days. So the, the the guy needs a new spot. That whole Gatorade throne where he's half propped up on one knee leaning over yeah. is not good. Yeah, and then the, the national broadcast, they try to do like this funny little thing about it and just end up being super stupid. It's just oh, like, exactly. just, yeah, just let it be. But yeah, I have to assume that he's going to be up in the box at some point, whether he likes it or not. So anyway, yeah, man, I'm su- super pumped. Uh, like you said, I've been busy with the Twins. We were actually able to get the Twins and take them out to one of the practices. So they got first glimpse of the Lions when we were out there. And it was super fun. And me and the wife nice. went with, with the kids and, you know, checked out the team. Early, and, bro. Yeah, yeah got to exactly. get them on early, no doubt. Uh, the, they'll be Lions fans for life, no question. Oh, without question. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super pumped for this season. I think me and you have talked text messages back and forth a few times about, you know, how in your your fandom this might be the, the best roster, the most – optimistic that the team has been and you know I, i'm starting to feel that way too i know at first i gave you pushback but i'm starting to lean more towards that um <laughs> yeah super pumped man i uh you know i i definitely did say that and i stick behind it but i mean again you really just can't glean anything from preseason like when we were sitting here last year you know we were thinking uh you know, we were ready to rock and roll. I was a little hesitant just because it was a new coach, new scheme, all that. But we had no idea what we were getting come that Monday night game, and it did not mm-hmm. turn out the way we hoped. So, you know, I just caution everybody, not only good, bad, and otherwise, but, you know, when they kick it off, you know, the first – I'd say the three, first three, four games, then we'll really know kind of our strengths and weaknesses. But, you know, there's still definitely some wild cards out there. But, uh, like I say, I'm staying optimistic, and I just feel like – you know, they haven't unleashed anything in regards to offense, defense, any uh, anything that we're actually going to see come real football. Agreed. And just like just seeing Stafford out there last week got me fired up. I mean, I, I was firing off text to you like it was a, pre, a little middle season game. You know, I was, <laughs> yeah. all, I was getting all hyper for the first couple of drives. It's been so boring the first two games. So to finally see, 
you know, the team out there and him, you know, firing the ball and CJ Anderson running like a beast, like just those couple drives just got me so pumped up. I can't wait for the Arizona game. No doubt. Hey, Hughes, do you want to tell the people your, uh, your great take on CJ Anderson? Cause I think you've tweaked that a little bit as well. Yeah, absolutely. So CJ <laughs> Anderson, he's fat, but realistically, <laughs> I, here's what I don't get. CJ Anderson, if you listen to this, I, I sure hope that you don't take this personally and you don't come and find me because you would probably choke slam me like Taylor Decker's going to do to Grifka. <laughs> but, but I don't understand how a man that's so big has to constantly wear a sweatsuit. Like, are you trying to like right. dump the water weight? Like, even in the game, he's out there. I feel like he's got a hood on under his under his jersey, a hoodie, zip up pants. I mean, you name it, he's got it out there. But yeah, he was... I just assumed that he was a big, big fat man. Do you want to know what uh, wearing a gigantic, heavy sweatsuit in the middle of summer under your jersey, you want to know what that is? Absolutely. Tell me. It's a bad decision, period, point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what he's telling himself after he does that. I don't know why he does that, but yes, he likes to rock the full park uh, sweatsuit for, for really no reason. But uh, yes. yeah, you, you ragged on him. Uh, I think he's going to be better than we expect, but I also don't want to see him getting the football a ton over uh, 33. I mean, I want carry on featured. Uh, I want CJ to come in spots. I want him to know his role uh, and do his thing, but uh, you know, not over uh, the young buck that we got back there. I want to get him the football. So um just thought we'd get that in. Again, you've you've come around on my take of this team and of CJ mm-hmm. Anderson. So that's a good mm-hmm. thing. I mean, basically, like in Grifka world, you kind of, I don't know, agree. You agree? No, I'm not gonna <laughs> You're not gonna use the agree. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Okay. Um, so like you said, optimistic, looking forward to. I want to get your quick take on uh on, on Arizona. I mean, we won't uh, probably have you on before then. I mean, what are you expecting in that football game? Honestly, I'm expecting what the Jets did to us, but the other way around. Like, realistically, just walking into the place and just taking over from the beginning. Even though we did do a pick six on the Jets, and then I just went downhill from there. But, I mean, right. Kyler Murray doesn't scare me. Uh, their defense is terrible. Their offensive line sucks. I mean, David Johnson's David Johnson, but... Which David Johnson are we getting? Are we getting David Johnson from last year or David Johnson when he was everybody's first round fantasy pick in 2017? You know, you don't know. Right. But there's just like nothing on that team that scares me. So I think we're just going to walk in and, you know, if anything's going to hurt us, it's going to be ourselves with their stupid mistakes that we make. Always seems to happen holding calls, defensive pass interferences, things like that. So as long as we keep the, you know, that kind of stuff to a minimum, I think it's going to be an easy game for us. Yeah, I like that take, man. Like you say, it's a good comparison, and 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 you know I'll get more on it when we get to next week's shows. But my quick take on it is, you know, I'm I'm confident and nervous at the same time. I feel like, you know, it's a game that's winnable. It's a game that, uh, you know, our team fully at you know full staff. Hopefully, big Frank's in the middle there, and uh, don't know. I'm kind of assuming Jared Davis won't be around, but. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's a little bit of a hit on both sides of the football. But, um, you know, I'm going in confident and I'm also going in, you know, on the other side of the ball, having no clue what the Cardinals are going to do. I feel like they're going to do a couple stupid gadget plays you don't see in normal NFL football and hope that we're ready for them. I think that Kyler Murray is going to pose a few issues just because even in the preseason when I watched him, he kind of. 
you know, people will get pressure on him, but he's just fast enough and small enough to get away. And, and you know how that goes for us when we can't get a guy to the ground, he scrambles and somebody breaks free and, and some mm-hmm. big plays have been known to happen. So, I mean, if we can curtail that and we can uh, get him on the ground, you know, no big issues. And, uh, you know, the run, the run stuffing is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm with you. I think it could be an, uh, a good, nice victory for the team, but I also think that uh, they're really going to have to not only be prepared, but know that this isn't just a team that you've seen 20 other times on tape. This is, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out once the once the kickoff happens type of game. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's going to be a big game for our linebackers because, you know, I have to assume that they're going to keep the the quarterback drop back pretty quick to get the ball out of his hands quick. If he's scrambling around back there, he's probably going to dump it off the tight ends or running back. So I think it's going to be a big game for, you know, Giovanni Tavai and, you know, Christian Jones. And like you said, Davis probably isn't going to be playing. And, you know, Kennard hopefully is going to be rushing the passer. But I think it's going to be a big game for those guys, making sure they're, you know, staying where they need to stay and not letting those little lanes get open. Yeah, I agree with you. And the Cardinals are going to spread you out. They drafted all those receivers. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hakeem Butler got hurt, but they're still going to put four or five wide receivers on the field. You know, who are those other couple corners that are going to be able to hang? And like me and Grifka saw at camp, like you really do not want uh, Jelani Tavai manned up against somebody in a slot trying to cover. But I like what I've seen from the kid otherwise. But they're really just going to have to figure out how to match up with personnel and whatnot. So, yeah, good stuff, man. We'll definitely get into it more as we get going. But uh just want to get your quick take on it. So, so Hughes, we, we, we said this would be a quick segment. We know you got stuff going on. Um, we're going to mix some other people in here as well on this show. But uh, mm-hmm. before you go, man, we have the uh, Detroit Kool-Aid Cast Listener Fantasy League. Me and you ah, are yes. in about 20 fantasy leagues apiece. We tell ourselves every year we're only going to do a handful or less, and it always blows up. But uh, this is a fun one to have you in. We've got Chuck in from the Fantasy Football Flavor, and we got a whole bunch of listeners and fans of the show and fans of the Lions. So I'm really looking forward to it, man. You know what I'm looking forward to the most? Hmm. That's uh, being up at the top of the standings where I normally am. You know this. To be the man! You've got to beat the man! There's a little Ric Flair for you. Woo! Woo! You can look for me at the top, bro. Where will you be kind of towards the bottom? I mean... Yeah, more than likely. I mean, you know, I, at first I thought, well... I'll just- Struggling. I'll just kind of have some fun with this, and you know, no big deal. Like I said, you got we got nine other leagues going on, but says soon today's draft day, or we're recording. This is Thursday afternoon for tomorrow, so you know my juices are flowing now. I can't wait to just beat you. So I could go two and whatever, and as long as well, if you go two and whatever, you're not gonna beat me. I mean, that's obvious. Tonight, drafting my players, making fun of every single person that you draft. For all the (laughs) listeners out there. Team Conrad is my team because that guy is probably the best thing that ever happened to the DKC. So. Oh my gosh. Uh, like you say, a tribute to your boy. I know you always enjoy his calls and think, uh, you know, that's top entertainment. I mean, I think, I think I'm entertaining. I think me, uh, goofy nine Grifka is entertaining and Grifka's takes on football are entertaining. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, l- like you say, it makes a good for a good show, but yep. Uh, I'll be the fantasy football flavor up, uh, up there in that draft. And like you say, just looking forward to having fun with everybody. It's it's definitely more of a thing just for the fans and to enjoy mm-hmm. more so than some of our other leagues, which are real cutthroat. And uh, um, those should be fun as well. But yeah, man, always enjoy fantasy football. It's that time of year. And uh, Hughes, before you get out of here, we have got to get a uh, Detroit Kool-Aid <laughs> podcast. Hold on. Drink it in, man. 
prediction. We need a pre- season prediction, a win-loss record from the big show, Matt Hughes, here on the podcast. Yeah. What do you got, buddy? This is this is going to live in infamy, so make it yeah. good. So you, so you know I hate doing these things because you know I want the Lions to win every single game. So in my mind – Cornbread! Exactly. It should be 16-0, and 0, but if this is going to be on the record and we're looking at realistics – it's not going to be a oh, fan favorite, but I'm going nine and seven. <laughs> oh, 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 that's weak sauce, Hughes. Hey, hey, I could be like Grifsky and go twelve and four, <laughs> and then the first Stafford interception just go ballistic, and then start, and then get my waffle iron plugged in and start making some <laughs> waffle. I mean, I could do that, but I'm, you know, if we're going to be on, if this is legit, because I want to go sixteen and zero, but I'm thinking nine and seven. That'll, that'll get us in the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens from there. Now you just pulled a classic Grifka. You said nine and seven, so that you're low expectations. Then you mm-hmm. pumped it up of like maybe they'll be good. So now like anything that happens is pretty much okay. No, that's not not necessarily. <laughs> okay, hold on. Say say that prediction of nine and seven one more time because I got a little something for you. Sure. <clears throat> uh, nine and seven. Ah! No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. Hughes, that is a not. A good call. That is one of your worst calls of all time. This is a guy hey. you've never started less than 10. Now, when we got a good football team, young, hungry Lions, pun intended, you're going to go with nine like all these other uh, jabrones out there that uh, hate on the Lions. And then all of a sudden, when they're good, they're waving the flag. They got the T-shirts. I think that's weak sauce by you. This is a good football team. I What was I at? 12 and four. I'm not mm-hmm. moving off that. I mean, this team's going to get it together. They're going to weather the storm here early in the schedule and get it done. So hey, you're nine and seven. I mean, you're usually wrong. So I feel good about it, but <laughs> geez. you know what? If they, here's the thing, if they end up being 12 and four, I'll be just as happy. If they're nine and seven, <laughs> then I'm right. But I, that's, that's necessarily meaning that I'm happy about it. And you know why Hughes won't be happy when they win. It's because of this. I love the lions. Say it with me. I love the lions. Hey. That's what it comes down to. You took me my first lions game, bro. Me, you and your dad, uh, mm-hmm. the, the first big Hughes, uh, from then I just sort of, uh, grew my fandom here. I am years later, just, uh, yep. draft board, um, drawn you know like you say pff watching uh lions wire writing you know guy over here just trying to have fun on the podcast so hey, be- uh, hey best, best thing about best thing about that game one i believe we played arizona that day uh yeah it was palmer second thing is, is the dude behind you went all hot pretzel <laughs> mustard all down your back i think you were rocking <laughs> my my throwback spielman jersey that day and it was just got full of mustard Right. I, I, I go, Hughes, man, I need a jersey. Even back then, I was, I was a, an infant in the jersey game. I was like, I need a jersey, bro. You give me the, the Spielman. We're having fun at the game. You know, Barry's out there doing some things. And then all of a sudden, drunk guy behind me dumps a pressed pretzel full of mustard right on the jersey. And then what do you do after the game? You're like, hey, Oakley, you can keep that jersey, man. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you, buddy. Uh, great. Tremendous. But uh, hey, yeah, that, that started that started it all, man. So uh, here we are. So tremendous. Uh, I'm just hyped as I know you are. I'll probably get a voicemail the day before uh, on game day there. Usually pub me up with something hilarious. And, uh, and I think your record will change before we get to that game in Arizona. So uh, I'm super excited, man. Thanks for coming on the show and hanging out with me. And like you say, we'll, uh, we'll have to spot you on during the season as well as uh, listen to the show, man, and hear all these other Lions fans takes. It's all over the board with this team this year. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you bringing me on and keep doing your thing, buddy. 
No doubt, man. Take care, Hughes. We'll talk to you later. Yep, see ya. So, everybody, that was my talk with uh, Hughes. You know, got his Lions takes, got his thoughts on week one against Arizona, um, just kind of where he's at with the team. So, that was good. So, um, what I'm going to do right now is uh, I I didn't have this planned, but it kind of hit me uh, as I was uh, clipping this together and putting his his call together. I was like, let let me end this segment with a custom Caruso for Hughes. So I got, I got to set it up here for one second. So back in the day, back in high school and college, when I knew, uh, Hughes, we, we, we dubbed him the big show. Um, you know, for, for many, uh, funny reasons back in high school and whatnot, uh, the big show was always his name. And another thing about the Caruso that's funny is so like when I do him for Grifka on the show, I always go, well, Griff, but uh, people have been hitting me up on Twitter and like the way that I always heard him done was they would go, well, Frank. And uh, it's funny because Frank Ribble's always pubbing our show. So it's kind of a nod to him as well. So I'm going to hit this Caruso. I'm going to hit the music and we'll go right to break. And then when we come back, we're going to hear from all these folks that called up with their Lions takes. Um, I'm going to play those. I'm going to react to some of them. Like I said, recording here super late on a Thursday. So let's see if I can do this. Well, Frank, I guess you could say having Hughes on the podcast made it a big show. All right, everybody, we're back. Um, let, let, let me get into this. I'm not going to waste any time. We don't mess around here on the Kool-Aid cast. So again, reach out to people, uh, had people call friends, family, uh, different things, encouraged all the Kool-Aid drinkers to call that listener line, had to pick out a few, um, kind of picked out most of the, my friends and people that, uh, call, just give them some dap. So I wanted to play those calls, wanted to kind of reward those guys for calling. And the funniest part was like all these people that I know and, you know, just uh, funniest people and and do these goofy things. Like anytime you tell them to like do something on the pod or like talk about the lions or whatever, they just like, I don't, they don't have anything to say or they don't have time. And it's like, so I was happy to get a few of the people that I got, but uh, like I say, let's not mess around. First call here. It's my buddy, Stefan, man. I met this uh, dude a long time ago. We were in a church softball league. Actually, I walked up and there's this dude in the outfield, and I uh, got chatting with him. He's been a good buddy ever since. We were snagging everything that hit the outfield that year in, in softball, and just a really good dude all the way around. So Stefan uh, got him to call in, and uh, I really liked his take. So I'm going to go ahead and play it for you, and then uh, I'll have my reactions after. So this is Stefan giving his take on the Lions. All right, my man, Derek, it's Stefan. Uh, listen, man, loving the podcast, loving drinking the Detroit Kool-Aid. All day, every day. I've been thinking about this line schedule, man, over and over in my head, all day at work, just trying to figure out what I think. Man, we're going 11 and 5. Sorry, 11 and 5. Uh, hot take, what are you going to call it? 11 and 5, baby. I'm kidding. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish I wasn't. But, I mean, we got to be real, man. The Detroit Lions, kings of mediocrity. Uh, it's tough to say, man. Last five or six years, we're a 500 ball club. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, you know, we do have about 11 winnable games. You know, we have that going for us. Anything can happen. Um, I mean, we're facing a pretty banged up Chargers team. You know, starting safety out, uh, left tackle out, uh, Melvin Gordon, you know, star running back uh, out, uh, Keenan Allen 
best wide receiver in the squad. He's out. I mean, Phillip Rivers is going against the top five D line. You know, we got that going for us, but we'll see what happens. Um, we're facing Vikings twice this year. Man, they need a huge bounce back here. A lot of injury concerns, a lot of depth concerns. I mean, friggin', uh, what's his name? Uh, Kirk freaking Cousins, dude. Goodness gracious. And we can't, we can't beat him at least once. It's a joke, man. Uh, Packers got Aaron Rodgers, an ankle sprain, a diva moment, a new coach meltdown, a uh, one little thing away from being absolute, you know, bottom dwellers of the league. Um, we're facing a Raiders team. Nothing but drama, chaos. Same goes with the Cowboys, man. Uh, disgruntled star running back, uh, overrated quarterback, um, and a contract dispute as well. Uh, I mean, shoot, let Zeke sit out long enough. He'll take care of it himself. He'll go back to the Central's office. I mean, who knows what the Cowboys are going to look like. Uh, Cardinals, Redskins, Jets, Bucks, all jokes. I mean, we should win all those games. Uh, we're facing Denver towards the end of the season. You know, I mean, how the heck is Joe Flacco going to hold up? Yeah, he's he's their savior, apparently. He better not be. It's, goodness, it's ridiculous. I mean, so we got all these winnable games. But despite all that, I'm thinking we barely squeak out 9-7. and seven. Um, You know, same old Lions. I hate to say it. Matty P, he gives ownership just enough, though. Um, you know, sell some false hope, sell some progress and, and, and growth to the fans. Um, you know, I wish... The, the Patriot way would rub off. I'm uh, hoping it does until I see it. Again, 9-7, and seven, kind of a boring take. I mean, a boring average draft pick. Um, you know, no real change in the offseason, I'm assuming. Um, so we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, with that being said, Urban Meyer is gone, so go blue. Every day, all day, baby. Go blue. All right, everybody. So that was Stefan. Like I said, uh, I, I thought it was a, a pretty good call. Um, I mean, he, uh, you could tell, uh, he, he scribbled out the schedule on a little notepad right in front of him, was working his way through that. Uh, Stefan's a good dude, man. He knows his, his sports. I can't say he's, um, you know, 300% locked in, but, uh, he knows his stuff. Uh, he's a, he's a soccer player, so I won't hold that against him. Well, yeah, I will. I hold that against him all the time. Um, but but he loves uh, Lions, Pistons, you know, Red Wings, all that type of stuff. So, like I said, he, he kind of worked his way through it. He uh, he set everybody up for a big 11-5 and five and then knocked you down, telling you that the Lions never win, which is an old take. Everybody says that and, like, living in the past with all that garbage. And then he worked his way through that they should beat teams, that they probably won't. And Matt Patricia will give them enough, but won't be, be false hope, I think he called it, which was an other terrible take in that call but overall I liked it I mean you're gonna see with some of these like um, you know Steph and I started him off because I thought it was a decently well-rounded call he had some um, decent takes on the team as well as just some uh, kind of predictions mixed in there as well as uh, you know he's a he's a realistic guy he always low bars it a little bit so uh, I thought that was good now uh, this next call this is my buddy Wagner uh Wagner's been a buddy of mine back since uh, high school as well and into college days. I, I don't know what's happened with Wagner. He He's left me some crazy voicemails back in the day when the Pistons are winning championships and all this, but I don't know if the guy was in a library today or if he's picked up the Bill Belichick voice where it sounds a little like this, where I'm not, you know, I'm not good on snap face. Um, I, I don't know. That's my best Bill Belichick slash Wagner impression. 
on this call. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know if he's in a wind tunnel as well in the beginning of this call. But uh, like I said, I know that he loves the team. He uh, isn't a diehard, but if the Lions are winning, Nick Wagner is going to be the first one in line at the parade. There's no doubt about it, and I give him grief about that all the time. So let's go ahead and listen to what he had to say, and then I'll uh, probably beat him up a little bit more after we uh, hear his call. So here he is. Oh, great. This is Nick. Leaving a message for my big Detroit Lions prediction for the 2019 season. I think this is the year that Stafford breaks out again after a decade-long drought and becomes the number one pick that we know and love. Lions go nine and seven, and we get a first-round uh, playoff win <clears throat> and get taken seriously. Patricia. Uh, gets held up, carried off the field, and uh, his pencil behind the ear gets snapped, but nobody cares because for the first time in our lifetime, it's a successful season. Um, breakout picks of the year. My man Carrion goes over a 1,000 rushing this year, and I got my man Kenny Galladay making his first uh, Pro Bowl appearance. Chalk it up. That's it for now. Nine and seven. Later. Oh, my gosh. I had to put it on mute during that call because <laughs> Wagner, I got I got a couple issues, man. You, you've went robotic in your old days. I mean, bring the thunder, man. Give me a little something. But uh, I don't know if that was some tremendous punchline you thought you had there with uh, the breaking of the pencil I mean that was that was brutal bro um, but uh, overall I mean I like your takes about carry on I think I've been preaching for a while that Kenny Galladay is going to be unleashed and blow up um, you know it it sounded like you were optimistic talking about something about them carrying Patricia off but then you you rounded back in a Wagner form at the end just going with a bland robotic nine and seven so Where's your guts, man? Come on. Like uh, like I say, Wagner, tempers, hates on the team. When the team's good, he's all over it. He knows that. Everybody knows that. That knows Wagner, and I know that. So um, appreciate him calling, though. He said he's going to call back during the year and uh, when there's some actual football to react to, and I hope he uh, turns the clock back about 15 years and uh, brings some heat next time uh, and, and stays out of the wind. What's going on, Detroit Kool-Aid listeners? By now, most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team, just like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to go see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is all about. I'm talking... Free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Still not sure? You can test out your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. If you like what you see, use promo code Kool-Aid 
one word lowercase promo code Kool-Aid to receive a 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy just got real at realitysportsonline.com. All right, so let's get two more in here. Um, this was a call I listened to. I'm kind of like, man, who is that? Um, <laughs> kind of took a, a unique approach right off the top. I thought they were going to read some long, dramatic poem about the Lions. But uh, this ends up being my Aunt Jode. Um, a sports fan, not a huge football fan, though, and uh, always nice enough to her and my Uncle Don. Uh, they buy tickets to my Lions uh, out of my Lions season tickets and go every year. Just kind of enjoy the game. They're that cool uh, group, a uh, couple that likes to kind of go downtown, find a cool restaurant, have a couple uh, brewskis, and enjoy a night out, a game, concert, whatever it may be. So um, let's take a quick listen to my Aunt Jode. A uh, very short take, but uh, she was nice enough to call in and kind of leave this about the Lions. Lions, the team we love to hate and the team we hate to love. Lions and Tigers and Red Wings, oh my. <laughs> Now, my favorite thing about that call is the phone slam at the end. Uh, <laughs> it started out so lovely. Like I said, it was going to be uh, roses are red, violets are uh, blue, uh, you know, some kind of tremendous lions thing uh, at the end that rhymed. And then all of a sudden it, it turned into uh, something different with a phone slam at the end, which I thought was tremendous. It was kind of like I've got I've got literally, you know, 15, 20 seconds to deal with this to help Derek out and to add to his podcast. So I'll do that and then I'll slam the phone, which I thought was awesome. Uh, Aunt Joe, love you. That was tremendous. Uh, like I say, uh, totally true. It is the team that we love and love to hate. And uh, um, instead of oh my, we could have got a could have got a you know one of these in. Wow. <laughs> lions and tigers and bears and red wings. Wait, not bears. Lions and tigers and red wings. Wow. <laughs> uh, Aunt Joe, I know you don't know what that is, but the people know, and it's it's funny to me at least. Um, so let's go ahead. We're going to get my Uncle Eric in here. I, I When I kind of said, hey, would you shout out a call? This is like one of the funniest dudes ever. I mean, when you meet him. He's just like everything he says is funny. He's got incredible energy. He's got the best, big one of the biggest hearts I know. Just will do anything for family and for people. But the funny part was, so when I asked him to call, I know he doesn't love football, but I'm like, just call up and be you. Just be funny and say some uh, tremendous things. It'll be great for the show. And uh, what I love about the call is he's not only like so nervous and different, but he tried to actually like sort of read up on the team and, and give some kind of analytical approach to this Browns Lions game, which makes it even funnier. But uh, he does end it with a great uh, catchphrase of his that I'm sure we'll have on the soundboard. So um, let's go ahead and take a listen to my uncle Eric, my uncle E right now. Kool-Aid, what is up? This is Uncle E from Mr. D. Hey, I'm talking about the Detroit Lions versus the Cleveland Browns. What do you got? No starters. Come on, tease. What'd you get? A blow to the head? We got a 53-man roster looking for vying for positions. No starters. So what up with that? And Foles don't come on. We got to make a backup receiver out of you. We got two backup QBs looking for something. Josh Jeremiah Johnson, Tom Savage, the good, the good gun. Uh, also with Lewis Perez, he ain't got a nickname yet, so we just call him Beat Squad. Come on, girl, we gotta take it to Cleveland. We gotta take it to Cleveland. There ain't nothing. Come on, there ain't nothing. And all we gotta do is we got we got offense. Who's gonna run our line? 
We got the QB jobs. We got uh, T's. Is he going to show up with that no-show and the two-to-head blow? We got O-line play. And what's our special team going to happen? Mr. D, we'll see <laughs> Oh, my goodness, everybody. So that, that was Uncle Eric. And the funniest part, like I said, it's so different than what he normally is. I don't know what he went into there, some kind of country twang. I mean, the guy spent some years in Oklahoma, but I don't know what that accent was or what <laughs> what he was doing. Uh, it, it did make me laugh, sort of, though. And what I want the people to do is, like, you know how, like, in the courtrooms, they always have that lady that types out everything to make sure it's exact? I would love an exact transcript of of what that was. Like, I, I don't know what half that was that he said, but it did make me sort of laugh. And and the funniest part, too, is that I know my Uncle E probably just grabbed, a, you know, the local free press or Detroit News or something, read through the sports section, picked out three things, and tried to tie it together into a funny uh, call that he thought uh, would sound halfway decent, like he knew about the team. And I said, you should just call up and say how you hate football, even though you played football when you were younger. And we know you're a hockey guy, so you should have just said that. But uh, he did get the at the end, which, uh, like I say, I'm going to have to uh, fix that audio and make that a sound drop, because that's a tremendous line by my Uncle Eric, uh, just classic of his. So two two funny calls. I want to make sure to get them in. And thank you guys so much for taking the time out of our busy days to uh, make a call to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. See, people, it's not that hard. You don't have to be a fan. You don't have to talk for 20 minutes, three minutes. You could talk for 20 seconds like my Aunt Joe did or for a couple minutes like my Uncle E did, make me laugh, and uh, I might find a way to get you on the show. So thank you both so much. Appreciate it. Good stuff. All right, so we had two decent uh, calls off the top, just football calls, nine and seven, same thing you hear all over the place. We had two calls, uh, my Aunt Joe to my Uncle E, um, not huge football fans, but definitely had to get them in because they took the time to make a phone call and had unique approach at, at both of those. But now we're getting to my Uncle Dean. This is my Uncle Dean, and my Uncle Dean, everybody's heard me on the podcast say, you know why I hate going to family Thanksgiving? It's because all my uncles and aunts do is sit around, and when I'm trying to watch the game and enjoy some turkey, they're just ragging on the team. They pretend that they like it, but really they just laugh at the Lions. They've seen all this losing by the Lions, so how could the Lions ever win because all they've done is lose? That's all they say. My Uncle Dean, I don't know what his issue is. He's a big Red Wings guy, and over these years, he just likes to needle me about the Lions, so... He threw out something on Twitter, which was like four wins. And I was like, you got to call up and say why. That's Don't just bring that weak sauce on a quick take with four wins. So he, he thought about it. He pondered it. And then he came up with this, which I'm sure he thinks is a tremendous gem of a call. And I'll react to it afterwards. Yeah, I hope the Lions this year could be honest with each other and honest with themselves and admit this. I have stunk. You have stunk. He has stunk. We have stunk. You have stunk. They have stunk. I hope they can look at the person to their left and the player to their right, player across the line from themselves, and I hope that they can say this. I stunk. You stunk. He stunk. We stunk. You stunk. They stunk. Go Lions. Uncle Dean, where do I start with this call? I guess I start asking 
I mean, did you have that saved on a floppy disk? I mean, was that Microsoft DOS that you created that tremendous production value and those uh, amazing special effects? What was that? I have no idea what that was. I mean, I think it said, we stunk, I stunk, you st-. Okay, we get it. Like, that's your take on the Lions. Like, uh, you know, tremendous, hilarious. Like, uh, I think we'll be the ones laughing at you when this team plays some incredible football everybody can be proud of. They're putting up Ws. Um, I don't know what you're going to say then. I mean, maybe you'll actually move it up from Microsoft DOS to uh, some type of you know, 16-bit, you know, humor at that point and give them some actual credit. But uh, like I say, respect to my uncle for calling in. I didn't think he'd do it. He backed up his take that he thinks the Lions are going to be terrible again. And we'll see what happens. Like, there's a definite chance that uh, it could be another um, tough year, but I'm not expecting that. Lots of other people are. So, again, it's sort of an easy take. Just say they're going to be bad and know that you kind of root for them because they're a hometown team. So, um, Uncle Dean... Glad you called in, and then I'm also um, not glad that you called with a call like that and sound effects like that. So what I'm going to do after that call is pick us up with a much better call. And this is a call that a lot of you are going to love. This guy you've heard on the podcast before. He always brings the heat. He always brings the thunder. And uh, he's called back in again. This is good old Conrad from Huntsville, Alabama. You know who he is. You know what it be, and it be this. Roll Tide, baby. You know he brings that. You know he brings all types of other good catchphrases when he calls. Let's see what he has to say. Conrad, let's hear it, buddy. Hey, this is Conrad down in Huntsville, Alabama. Roll Tide, baby. So it's been a little bit of time since I called in to talk to the old waffle maker himself, Mr. Gritsky. Let me tell you something here, okra. I'm so tired of that damn wow machine you got going on down there in old Michigan. Did you know that wow upside down spells mom? So every time you do wow, I do mom. Wow, mom. Wow, mom. It's stupid. Just like Grisky and his 12 and 4. And they suck in the preseason. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to break my table. You all guys are crazy, man. But out here in old Alabama, we good. Because we roll tide, baby. Out. Wow. 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 That's for you, Conrad. Uh, While on that call, obviously I had to be mute on that call because some other classic lines, some classic throwbacks from Conrad. Uh, I don't even know. Did he even have a lion's take? I mean, he basically just called me Okra again, which, again, that's not my name. You can hit me up, though, on Twitter, at Derek Okri, D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. And uh, he took a run at uh, Grifsky, which is always tremendous. He made fun of the wow sound. I, I don't know. Maybe he has mother issues or something. And uh, I don't know. He said roll tide a couple times, and then he got out. So, uh, again, not much of a lion's take, but still pretty humorous. So, Conrad, appreciate it as always. Uh, let's keep this thing moving. The... Uh, the next call, let's go ahead and do this. I'm going to change this up. Let's go ahead and get, this is my buddy Jake. Uh, Jake's a tremendous musician. He's not a huge sports guy. I reached out to him. He's one of the guys that manned up and actually made a phone call. And uh, don't really know what he was going for here, but I think he's going in uh, character. And uh, again, another person taking a shot at the Lions. So let's take a quick listen. 
Hey, this is Chad, head coach of the official Lions High School Junior Varsity practice team. Our slogan has been, hey, we'll be better next year. We've got the talent since 1958. We're thinking about changing it to something like Patriots B team. Let us know what you think. <laughs> so, Jake, uh, quick to the point, a couple cheap shots there at the Lions, a couple um, callbacks to how long it's been since they've won. And then, uh, like I said, he got in and he got out. Um, so, uh, Jake, appreciate it. Uh, next time, br- bring a little more heat, a little more thunder. But uh, like I said, I, I appreciate it. I, I can appreciate the uh, the character and the uh, innuendo in that call. But uh, thank you, buddy. And uh, let, let's go ahead and leave this one for last. Uh, th- this was my buddy, Jay Will, Jay Ilson. The one and only, just an absolute legend when it comes to live with this guy in college. I mean, one of the best dudes I know. Every time I see this guy, he's just tremendous. He's always been such a good buddy to me. Everybody that's anybody knows who Jay Will is. He's cool with everybody. He's the coolest dude in the room. Super fun. And uh, again, unfortunately, this guy is is pretty checked out of Detroit Lions football. He uh, didn't know what to say, didn't know want to make call. I said, call up and be you and do what you do. And he did absolutely that. It's tremendous. But as you'll hear on his call, another soccer player, which, uh, again, I don't know why I'm buddies with these these people that play that horrible game of soccer. But he, he hits on that, um, you know, as, as well as, uh, again, he's not going to take any big deep dives here on the Lions. But uh, he uh, he does what he does, does what he can here on this call. So let's go ahead and uh, listen to see what Jay Willie has to say again. Coolest man I know, a great buddy of mine. So let's go ahead and get him in here right now. Well, would you look at here? Just by me calling in, I'm sure that my voicemail will be played. It's the one and only Mr. Jay Willie, Mr. Flintstone himself, Mr. A.K.A. Always get it on and popping. First and foremost, congrats on, uh, on the podcast. Uh, tune in here and there. It's, it's pretty exciting, even though I don't watch football. I haven't watched the Detroit Lions since we had Sweet Feet Barry in the backfield. However, if the Lions want to do better, they better find somebody with a Flint-style personality, with a mind like Jay will a heart like Jay will and a soul like Jay will if you understand where I'm coming from. However, what I do is spend my Saturday mornings watching EPL, the English Premier League, tuning in to Chelsea, FC, and Manchester United, the real football, the real football. Speaking of which, why do we call it football? Only one person gets to touch the ball at their feet, and that's the kicker, which we know that's not a serious position, right? Anywho, Derek Oakley, proud of you. Hope all is well. And if you want Jay Will to tune in, you might have to pay me. Congrats, cheers, and I'll holler at you. All right, Ilson. Well, I, I pumped you up as this great dude, super cool. And then I listened to your call again right there. <laughs> Man, I got some issues with that call. First of all, um, you, you came out the gate smooth trying to be, uh, you know, uh, cool as a cucumber, uh, you know, uh, Flint Town's finest. But uh, but then you, you like self-glossed yourself about three, four times where you, you said they need to act like Jay Will and be like Jay Will. Like, first, who does that? First of all... Um, we don't want any players like Jay Will or have knees like Jay Will or speed like Jay Will or a fadeaway if they were playing basketball like Jay Will. So let's start with there. You had double knee replacements. You've lost a step or three, and, uh, you know, we don't want that. But uh, like I said, uh, you went and you talked about soccer. I mean, 
right, okay, you can call it football if you want, but we know one sport's for men, another sport is for people that, uh, you know, can run around on this huge field and try to kick this little ball into a net, which they never hit. So we know what's going on there, man. But uh, you, you gave some love to the podcast. I appreciate that. You said something about never watching Detroit Lions since Sweet Feet Barry. I, I, I don't know if, you, if you're getting Alzheimer's as well, but before you got uh, married and had a few kids there, bro, I, me and you hit up a few Lions games, me and you down there at Turkey Day, enjoying the tailgate, having fun with the people, laughing, having signs, grilling up food. So that that must have just slipped your mind because we had some good memories there, man. Uh, like I say, you're a great buddy of mine. I really thank you for uh, calling up and uh, and uh, adding that to the show. So with with all that, you know, let me go ahead and uh, close up this show. I know there were some other people that uh, that called in. I just tried to get as many as I could before we went live here. And uh, like I said, Lions fans, uh, throughout this season, I really want you guys to call up. I want you to be funny. I want you to... Um, you know, add something to the show. I want you to um, bring the heat. I want you to call up. You know, it does not hurt to call up. If you mess up, call back again. If you call up and want to just rant and rave, go ahead. If you want to call up and be your favorite character and try to be funny, we love that. If you want to call up and uh, call back to things that me and Griff could do on a weekly basis on the show, we love that. If, um, you know, everything is fair game on the listener line. 989-272-3484. Um, call it up before or after games. Uh, anytime you've got to take on the lines, when they sign somebody, when somebody gets traded or cut, we want to hear from you. We'll try our best to get as many as we can on the show. And uh, we just absolutely love it. Uh, this is a show for the fans, by a couple fans. And uh, we, we just want to do that and drink that Detroit Kool-Aid all day. So thank you, everybody. Uh, it's super late here. I'm going to go ahead and get out and uh, hope you guys enjoy this different episode. So take care, everybody. Drink it in. We'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. Drink it in, man.